Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. It is always my greatest joy to be able to dive deep into God's Word with you, and I pray that these daily devotionals are a great blessing for you as well. If you would like more information about Flat Creek Baptist Church, please go to our website, Flat Creek Church. .net, and you can find all the information you need to know about us there. Friends, we've been walking through the book of Acts now for a little while, and we are here in the book of Acts chapter number 4. And uh, Acts chapter 4, this section that we are in right now is, is a blessing to my heart, because in this section, we are going to see this, this mighty moment of united prayer amongst the saints of God. Remember what we talked about yesterday. This is gut check time for the early church. This is, this is that moment where they've got to make a decision whether or not they're going to continue pressing forward or whether they're going to fall back. Are they going to keep saying, we're going to, we're going to teach and we're going to preach the name of Jesus regardless of the consequences, or we're just going to kind of cower back in fear and just kind of let things just kind of cool down a little bit. Well, as for Peter and John, they had already made their decision. They had already said back there in verse number 19 of chapter 4, whether it's right in the sight of God for us to listen to you rather than God, you decide. For we are unable to stop speaking about what we have seen and heard. Peter and John, they had made up their mind. They were going to press forward. There was no turning back at this moment. And when we look at the text today, in the midst of this time, and when they go back and they tell those who are in the church, look, this is what's taking place. And you need to understand what, what could be coming against us if you continue pushing forward. The Bible is going to give us this prayer of the early church. Now, friends, listen to me. This is the only prayer that we see echoed in its fullness in the book of Acts. You know, as you go through this text, you, you do not see mighty prayers being mentioned. And I believe the reason the Holy Spirit kept those out, we see that they prayed, but the actual prayers are not recorded. And I believe the reason the Holy Spirit kept out the prayers of the early church is to, to guard us from simply becoming overly religious and just echoing the same prayers that they prayed. However, right here, what we find is this mighty prayer that's going to be prayed. This is the only prayer that's recorded in its fullness in the book of Acts. And what do we see here? The Bible says that when they heard what had happened to Peter and John, when they heard what had come against them, the Bible says that they all, so this is united prayer. Friends, let me just tell you and your family and your church, there is power in united prayer. When all of you come together and you begin to pray for one thing together, friends, it's, there's power in united prayer. It says they all came together and they all raised their voices. And this is their prayer. Master, you are the one who made the heaven, the earth, and the sea, and everything in them. So first of all, they acknowledge God. They say, you're the one who made everything. 
You're the one who made the heavens. You're the one who made the earth. You're the one who made the sea. They acknowledge God. They say next, you said through the Holy Spirit by the mouth of our father David, your servant, why did the Gentiles rage and the peoples plot futile things? The kings of the earth took their stand and the rulers assembled together against the Lord and against his Messiah. So here they are. They're now not just saying and acknowledging God, but now they are acknowledging his word. They are, they are praying his word back to him and friends I will tell you that there's there's a joy in praying the scriptures and there's a joy in praying over the scriptures as you go through the psalms as you go through the new testament you will find these prayers listed and there's joy in, in praying the scriptures it shows a, a faith in the god of the Bible. And so they pray the scriptures and then they say this in verse 27 for in fact in this city, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel assembled together against your holy servant, Jesus, whom you anointed to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. And now, Lord, consider their threats and grant your slaves that we may speak with boldness your message while you stretch out your hand for healings, signs, and wonders to be performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And so they acknowledge God. They, 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 they petition him by his word and then they they begin to to lay before him what it is they are requesting and they say father you know what took place here to your servant Jesus you know how Herod and Pilate and the people came against him and you know how they were how Jesus was slaughtered by the hands of men and now these same Men are coming against us, the church, those who have been called out, set apart to be followers of Jesus, to be witnesses of the gospel to the ends of the earth. They're now coming against us. And God, here is our request. Grant that we may speak the message with boldness. Now, friends, you talk about an early church, a young church in the face of adversity, They've been hit with a gut check. And what are they doing here? They're making a decision. We're not going to back up. We're not going to let down. We're not going to be ashamed. Instead, God, grant us boldness to speak the mighty name of Jesus regardless of the consequences. And God, not only will you speak through us, but would you extend your hand in order that we might see miracles and wonders and signs that the world might know that the message we preach is the truth and that Jesus Christ is the only way unto salvation. Friend, this is a, a prayer of of, of, of passion and a prayer of boldness, asking God to come alongside them and to supernaturally empower them for the work ahead. 
And we as a church today need to be praying this type of prayer. God, grant us boldness to never waver on the word of God. Give us boldness to never waver off the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ, God, give us boldness to keep pushing forward in the face of everything that's coming against us. And God, prove your word to a lost and dying world. And I want you to see what the Bible says that happened. They've been praying together. And the Bible says when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they began to speak God's message with boldness. Some commentators have called this a second Pentecost. Just like in Acts chapter 2 when they were filled with the Spirit and they spoke boldly, so it is here that they are filled once again. The power of the Holy Spirit, that flame inside of them is fanned to life and they continue to speak and preach with all boldness. They know that God is on their side and they understand now that if God be for us, who can be against us? And they're going to march forward in that reality and in that truth, knowing that God is watching over them. God is protecting them. God is going before them and he is going to authenticate his gospel because it is the message that God has given to the world to be saved. And so friends, today I pray that we would be equally as bold in the face of a lost and dying world. May we continue pushing forward and preaching and teaching the good news of Jesus. I pray today was a blessing for you, and I look forward to seeing you next time on New Horizons. God bless.